Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. This is my third interview tonight. This is the most I've had in a single day for interviews, and I am beat, and I'm so excited to end it with Mr. Rob Mahoney, who is the host of Father Mahoney's House of Horrors, as well as the lead promoter and, I'm guessing, owner of Terror 81 Promotions. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? Good, Scotty. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm so glad to have you on. I mean, uh, I've been meaning to ask you for a while now, and we booked it. I believe we were supposed to have you on on Wednesday, but uh, we ended up changing it to today. And I'm like, you know what? Why not? I already have two interviews on Friday. Let's go for a three-peat. Yeah, life's been crazy lately, so I just (laughs) I I, I needed a couple of days to get my thoughts together. No problem. Tell me about it. So uh, the first question I got for you, how did you get your start in the indie film community? Uh, it's actually, it was just running um, Facebook groups, really. Nice. Uh, I opened my first Facebook group like 11 years ago. It was, it was called uh, Crystal Lake uh, Memories. And then I changed it to, because uh, I, I figured out there was Crystal Lake Memories coming out. So I was like, <laughs> I changed it to Friday the 13th Alumni. Nice. And I met I met a lot of um, Friday the 13th alumni through that. And then through that, I found out that some of them were still doing independent films. <laughs> so I, I kind of got curious about that. And I was like, like Felicia, uh, Felicia Rose from Sleepaway Camp was one of the prime people. I was like, wow, she's still like super active in the community. So I was like, let me find out more I can about this indie world. So that's kind of like where I got my start. That's awesome. So. You have, uh, I'm assuming it's a podcast, Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. So can you kind of tell us a bit about this uh, for those that are unaware of what that podcast is? Well, ironically, the name Father Mahoney started off as a uh, bad joke. Um, (laughs) The same group of Friday the 13th alumni, there was a little run-in with uh, some podcasters that were uh, mocking what, what I what I speculated was mocking handicapped people with mm-hmm. that meme of um, Mark in the wheelchair from part two. So, uh, you know, I, I had a little uh, beef with them and they started mocking me on their podcast saying, oh, what does he think he is, the father of horror? And that's how the name Father Mahoney kind of got started. Nice. Is every every week they would say, oh, what's Father Mahoney up to this week? Who's he banning this week? <laughs> and so it actually started off as a bad joke, but it actually became some of their highest uh, episodes. So Father Mahoney actually became a character in there. Like they weren't even using me anymore. They they were using Father Mahoney. So when I was thinking of a podcast name, I'm like, what better name? I mean, it's the name is already established in the podcast community. So I'm just going to carry it over. And then I added the, the House of Horrors to it. It's awesome. It's awesome. So. Uh, part of being uh, in the indie film community, part of that is, you know, creating an indie Google crowdfunding campaign. That's the main thing of how indie independent filmmakers make their movies. I mean, funding is a big part of making these movies. I mean, if you don't have funding, you don't have really have a movie or if you do, you don't have a good one. Um, so do you have any advice? Because there are a couple of bad eggs, you know, that slip through the cracks that, you know, get out there, create these to take advantage of the trusting people. But do you have any advice for those people that would like to donate to an independent, you know, crowdfunding campaign, but they're a little skeptical or they don't know what, where to start? Do you have any advice for them? Well, I'll always research. Um, 
if you know anybody that's involved in these movies, like even if you don't know a particular director or anything, if you know anybody in the community, talk to them. Uh, find out like what you can about the director, what can you find about the project, where it's being filmed, where the uh, where the money's going. Um, do as much research as possible is my uh, advice to people. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, everybody I, like in the indie film community, if I ask them this question, they always say the same thing. Do your research, reach out to people like you can reach out to myself or to you or Anthony Caimano, Amy Crabtree, Noelle Berger, you know, you know, Matt yeah. Anderson, Matt Burns. Like there are people in the community that are knowledgeable. And if they don't know of this filmmaker right. for by chance, then reach out. You know, they can send you to somebody that might know and they can get yeah. you in touch because obviously donating to Indiegogo can literally really uh you know it's a gamble it really is like you could lose all your money and if you donate five hundred dollars you could lose that five hundred dollars yeah and i i also say that um if you ever hear of a campaign asking to pay through paypal i say that's a red flag right there don't don't ever go always stick to the indiegogo and right like you said do well like we both said do your research because um these indiegogos also have a deadline and to get your refund back and once that deadline is it's up now it's up to the director if they want to give you that money back and right now i would say 99 out of 100 times you're not going to get it back absolutely and uh yeah exactly and i mean you know uh if you do the paypal like don't don't do that first of all like if you if you want to negotiate with the director we had people do that with our campaign on 72 last spring um yeah if you have people that want to want a certain perks that aren't together in the package but they want to up the, you know give you more money than what a couple of them are you can still do that through indiegogo yeah. just kind of make note obviously of what they wanted and then they can just do a regular donation for that specific set of perks whether it's like you know x amount of onset video shout outs and as well as a t-shirt dvd and an associate producer perk for x amount of dollars they can yeah. give you that x amount of dollars through indiegogo because you'll you'll still get the funds it'll still go through that but just make note they'll make note of what they did so there are ways to get around don't say oh paypal is the only way i can do this of a specified donation it, yeah. it, you don't have to you can do it through indiegogo Absolutely. yeah exactly exactly yeah so um what do you believe is the best part about being in the independent film community and what do you believe is the worst i think the best part is uh obviously making friends uh first and foremost because um i would say a good portion of my friends list is people that i've met through the uh, indie scene so obviously I think that's my, that's where my love is yeah. uh, for it. But as far as the bad part is, like you said in earlier about the bad, the ap bad apples, sometimes you don't even know those bad apples until it's kind of too late. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know you talked about this on another episode and I'm not shy about mentioning this one's person is uh, the Halloween evil lives. It's, yeah. it's a project that I poured my, my heart and soul into. Mm -hmm. And just to find out that, you know, what we all found out is the guy's a, a nutcase. And um, I, I I've been trying my best to, to make it up to the people that I feel responsible for, because a lot of people I brought on that project. Mm -hmm. And when I found out that it was a, a dud project, I'm doing my best to get these people other other things in the community, because I feel like 
it was it's on me that they're they're part of that mm-hmm. absolutely so, uh, and and that's you making it up to them which is a good thing and i know like anthony Caimano's helping some of them out as well with his upcoming yeah. project i'm going to promote uh just for him because he's my good buddy uh batman uh the killing joke that and i know you'll probably be talking about that in a little bit but uh that's going to be coming out indiegogo uh starts march 1st so uh definitely check that out uh there you go buddy i give you a little plug for here for father mahoney <laughs> yeah and uh yeah he just dropped the uh the secret perk for people that got the on the early bird yeah uh, if you decide up for the early bird he just uh sent out the secret perk for that so absolutely and i saw that uh i saw that perk come through uh I'm actually uh, debating, uh, you know, getting that. I'm, I have to. I didn't really look into it. I saw the email come through, but uh, I told Anthony I will be donating for sure because he's my, you know, really good friend of mine, and I want to help him out in any way I possibly can, as long as my funds can, you know, can sustain that as well. But uh, I definitely want to help him out because he's a, he's a good person. He's a good egg, and uh, he he definitely uh, you know has something you know good here, and I could see that campaign doing really well. I could really see that doing really well. Um, yeah, I, I got to give a shout out to Anthony too for still believing in, in, in my purpose and now uh, the horror yeah. community and the indie community. Cause, uh, you know, after uh, a recent fallout with, uh, a, a director, uh, a lot of people gave up on me and, yeah. uh, and Anthony was one, not one of those people. So, and, you know, I got to give my shout out to him cause he is a good egg. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you believe is the hardest or the most challenging part in hosting your show, Father Mahoney's House of Horrors? Uh, finding guests. <laughs> uh, no, I, like, I do have um, a few people I still have to reach out to. Uh, timing is also another thing is because, you know, not only do I have that show, I have Father I have, uh, Crossing the Streams with uh, Robin Cody. That's mm-hmm. my other show that I have on the network. I have my YouTube channel. I have my promoting that I'm doing and I have, I still run 32 Facebook groups. So nice. I think it's the hard, the hardest thing is timing. Yeah. Because I'm, well, you, I find that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know another buddy of yours, uh, uh, Greg Gilbert wants to be a guest too. Nice. Yep. Good friend of the yeah. good, good guy, Greg Gilbert. He uh, tried calling me the past couple of nights, but I've just been so busy and swamped with interviews this month alone. I have 21 and there's only 28 days in the month. Yeah. Like I said, I had three interviews today. I have two of them on Sunday and it's, it's been crazy. Um, well, and, Greg, uh, Greg reached me last night. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. He tried calling me and I, I was in bed so early last night because yesterday was like I had an interview. Did I have an interview? Did I have an interview yesterday? I think I did. Uh, no, I didn't. I, ha- I had one scheduled, but I had to postpone it because uh, something came up. But um, I ha- I, I rebooked him for Sunday. So he's one of my two Sunday guests. But yeah, right. Greg uh, tried calling me and I was just I just was in bed early at that point. I was just over with the day and I was just, you know, it was a really long day and personal stuff and all that coming out. So, yeah. you know, I just needed that break, that mental mental break, especially having when you have 21 interviews in a month. That is a lot of interviews in one month, yeah. especially the shortest month of the year. Yeah, you have a jo- you have a you have a job too, right? Yeah, I have a full time job. I'm the senior web developer for the United States Coast Guard. On top of that, I I have a book deal um that I'm working on, and I have I, I have, saw that. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. And I'm in two movies coming up, Heavy Duty Man. And I start filming that in April. And then I start filming with Anthony Caimano in June for The Flower City Butcher. Um, So I have those coming up. And then I, on top of all that, like I said, my full-time job, the interviews, and it's just, it's just been crazy. Like just been crazy in general. So 
yeah, it's just one of those things that like I'm trying to maintain everything and I'm trying to keep I have a relationship. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. It really totally is. Understandable. Absolutely. So what do you believe the easiest part of, uh, of your show is? Uh, once the interview starts, uh, everything just seems uh, uh, the fluidity, the fluidity of the show is the easiest part for me because nice. I just love I love talking to people. So once the conversation like I don't even have a set routine of like what I'm going to ask that person. I kind of let the conversation take its own course. Yeah. So I absolutely. think that's the easiest part. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know that uh, you were a special guest on Anthony Camano's live Facebook feed. Uh, the other was it the other night. So uh, how how that go? Uh, what were you talking about promoting? Well, I was I was announced as the mystery guest and. Uh, <laughs> Because, like I said, Anthony kind of took a chance on me, you know, with where a lot, a lot of people didn't. And so I was like, uh, I was like, wow, this is going to shock a lot of people. And, it's, you know, he kept talking and talking. He's like, OK, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm making my guests wait here, but that went great. Like we talked for like two and a half hours uh, about every like everything. We talked a lot of Flower City Butcher, too. So, nice. And I'm yeah. excited for that project, too. Great egg, and he'll probably get a kick out of this because I, I always uh always uh joke around with him and everything. But uh the first Facebook live he got me on as his mystery guest, he, he ended up getting me drunk. <laughs> he didn't yeah. get me drunk. I'll say I'll be honest. Was that, was that, was that with Lydia Manson? It was with Lydia one? Manson. Oh my god, it's Lydia Manson. Yep. She was drinking. He has me doing that now. Oh my God, it's Amy Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a good guy. He really is. He, 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 it's funny because I interviewed him on my show. I don't even remember if I reached out to him. He reached out to me. I don't remember. It was, it was I had him in January, but uh, after that, like we really didn't talk much. And then we just, and then I told him about the, you know, the Halloween Evil Lives fiasco, trying to find out because I was attached to it as well. And then, um, and then he told me about it. And it's weird because we became really good friends and like we don't go a day without talking to each other now <laughs> yeah um i was assi- actually i don't know if a lot of people know i was assistant director on halloween evil is at one oh, point wow yeah. and uh there was just no com- no communication it was either his way or the highway so right that's kind of yeah. like kind of like when i packed my bags right there yeah i mean the thing about making a film is it's a team project you have the director maybe some assistant directors you have, you know, producers, you have, you know, a cast, you have, uh, you know, other crew members, whether it's boom mic, camera operators, you know, all that different stuff. You have yeah. all of these people that are, you know, special effects. You have these people that have specialty skills. They have 100% specialty skills. And uh, and just because they are special in those skills doesn't mean they can't help out in other parts of the project. It's not always, you know, my way or the highway type of thing. Like when you're doing a project, a film project, it is a group and team effort. Like everybody brings yeah. their skills to the table and they make it work together. And then people bounce ideas off each other. And that's how you get a good film made. Yeah, and exactly. It's like it's, when we were talking about the crowdfunding earlier, too, it's the yeah. crowdfunders are just as much a part of the film as the directors are. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I whenever I see someone's like, oh, I can only donate like five bucks. You know what? If that's all you can donate, that's you're still right. part of the family. You're still Absolutely. part of that project. And that five dollars could be between that could be the reason why you don't have enough blood or you do have enough blood. Yeah, you know I mean? like, exactly. That, 
cause comes a long way. And even if you can't donate at all, you're sh- just sharing it. It costs nothing. So your share can literally lead to, you know, four or five or six other donations that are on your friends list. Exactly. Like you never know who's, who may be interested. And Absolutely. that one little share button could just, could make a break a film. Absolutely. It really can. I mean, when we, do, when we did our 72 Indiegogo, um, I know uh, we, we had a couple where he come on set and we had people like Daniel Lund. He was a great guy. He, he yeah. got it. Jackson Everest. He got a perk and they came on set and we didn't give them small scenes. We gave them great scenes because we yeah. it, it, we don't care how much it cost for a for an on screen perk. It wasn't a lot. We didn't charge that much. But what we charged was, you know, enough for them to get to come on set, have a meal with us and film a good scene and we wrote them a scene that was memorable because we realized they're donating their money that is probably not easy to come by nowadays you know and to be in a part of the movie and that's what we do a lot of people when you do indiegogos they don't you buy buy you know a perk to be in the movie and you literally get a very small you know extra scene it's like i spent five hundred dollars for this yeah i agree and it's like i i keep telling people like whether it's five dollars, whether it's no dollars in a share, I mean, right. no matter no matter what, you're helping the film in some way. Yep, absolutely, and and I mean, we're all a community, we're all a family, and we all like. The, I mean, the big thing with filmmaking is egos really get you know become big, and the thing with making a film is you you leave your ego at the door and you do what's best for the project. As a family, yeah. we come together, we help everybody's projects. If people are gonna backstab you or double cross you, then that basically gets you end up getting you end up getting they end up getting blacklisted or they you know nobody wants to help them. So yeah. like we're a family, we help each other out. That's what we what we like to do. Yeah, and I like when other directors help other directors too. It's absolutely yeah, because like really, uh, like like I'll I'll use an example: Steve Merlo from The Sawyer Massacre, one of the most giving guys I've ever met in my life. Like this man has so much going on between his movie, his family, yeah. uh, his the moving to Texas so he can do the the scene the the uh, the movie, and yeah. he still reaches out to people and still offers advice or like. Like like recently when I had some depression issues going on, he was reaching out to me asking if I'm all right, I'm okay. And this awesome. is a man who's like full time job and a full time life, and he's yep. he's worried about me. So yeah. I, 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 I appreciate people like that. Like and I, really I know do. exactly what he's going through with that full-time job, full-time life, you know, full-time schedule type of thing going on top of a film. And yet yeah. the fact that he's reaching out to you shows a lot about his character and i did reach out to him for an interview he said after they're done filming they should be done by march so we're looking at an april date to have him on and uh great guy and very talented like he really is and this project i've been hearing about it for a while and i i can't wait to see what they do um with this with this uh, fan film with the texas chainsaw massacre it's gonna be great yes it is definitely absolutely um so there, I know you are promoting, especially with Terror 81 uh, Promotions. First of all, I guess, let us know what Terror 81 Promotions is. Uh, well, actually, it's, it's going through a revamp right now, but Terror 81 was born out of uh, the old street teams. You know, when you get together, you and your friends, you all you all spread the, uh, um, the, the word about a certain project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I found the biggest fault of street teams was that a lot of these people are all friends and they're all part of the same uh, horror groups. So I'm thinking to myself, if they're all 
they're all sharing to the same people and they're all sharing to the same harbors. How much is it really reaching? Because mm-hmm. you're sharing it to the same people. Yeah. And so I, I said, how can I make this a little bit better? And I said, well, first, not as big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have me, myself, I have Amy Crabtree. And, I, and I'll say this right now. I, I, she hates when I say this. She's the best promoter in the industry. Um, and Aaron Poe, uh, he's my, he's my, um, he's my word of mouth. He's, he, he has like four other podcasts and he's also the producer of B movie TV on Roku. So a lot, a a lot of times he can get these teaser trailers that we're promoting on B B movie TV also. So, um, I'm thinking myself, each of us have our own, uh, floor, like Amy shares to her friends. And her groups, I share to my friends and my groups, and Aaron shares through podcasts. And so n- none of us are button heads. Nice. You know, when we're, we're, we're in our own lane, the name Terra 81 came from, well, I, I was like thinking about scary, spooky, and I'm like, no. And I was like, what's, what's, what, what can terrify people? And I was like, I just said it, Terra. Yeah. And the, the 81 came from my favorite year in horror. Uh, so 1981 is my favorite year in horror. Nice. So that's how that's kind of how Terra 81 was born. Awesome. So Terra 81, obviously, like you mentioned, is going through a revamp. Uh, I believe I've seen a post that March 14th is when it's going to be up and running again. Yeah, up and running again, and uh, a little bit of uh, twerk in the system. But I'll let more people know what that means when I get back from vacation. <laughs> you are going on vacation. I, I I definitely look forward to hearing about that. Enjoy yourself. You deserve a break. Yes, it's been so, a, it's been a hectic road. I've been working fifty hour weeks to save up for this vacation. On top of all the online stuff I've been doing, so absolutely. So the last question I got for you, I'm going to throw in the last two as one as a one, uh, like a one question dealio. Um, so first of all, let us know of any indie film projects that you're currently working on or promoting, or you know would like to give a shout out to the for people that are listening to this to get kind of give them recognition. And the, the other question, part of the question is where can they listen to father Mahoney's house of horrors? Um, and do you have any social media accounts or other websites or groups or anything at all that you would like to promote? All right. So uh, projects I'm on or involved with, uh, obviously we already mentioned Batman, the, the killing joke, uh, Anthony Caimano, who's uh, amazing. He has a great vision and the flower city, which I might as well, put it into i don't know as much about flower city right now but i did love the trailer i was i i I literally had like my hair standing up watching that trailer uh uh, the the third channel with michelle limblaski i'm the executive producer on that project nice scotty as well so i can't wait to talk to her yeah april 1st she uh, launches her second campaign and me and her have been talking about new perk ideas about how we can make it more uh economical for people too because i I meant to mention that earlier uh for for filmmakers please try to make it more economical because there are some projects out there just like two hundred dollars just to say your name and i'm like yeah i saw that that's ridiculous that's just yeah yeah. but i don't want to get off subject here i just (laughs) want to throw that in um (laughs) the sawyer massacre i already mentioned i'm associate producer with that and uh, I'm 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 one of Steve's biggest cheerleaders. I, I I love that project. I love uh, Texas Chainsaw, and I love the fact that he's going to be filming in Texas. Okay. Uh, Valentine Bluffs uh, is another one with um, Chuck Ryan, Roland Keller, 
uh, Jonathan Smith. Uh, those guys are, I think they're in the last couple of days of their, their uh, Indiegogo now. And those guys have been killing it on the uh, in-demand scene right now. Yeah. Uh, who else uh, can I throw in here? Um, oh, Amber Road. Um, that's... Um, that's a feature film. It's actually going to be in theaters. Oh, nice. uh, it's, star- it's starring Tom Sizemore, a uh, huge, huge Tom Sizemore fan. The director is named Brian Luciano Bisaglia. Uh, this is my third movie with Brian. Uh, my first movie was called Social Distance, and it's actually being uh, revamped as Seventh Revelation because he said, as in his words, People are sick and tired of the word social distance. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the God's so, honest truth? <laughs> yes, but I, but that project was such a blockbuster. It won fourteen independent awards. Wow! And and I got and I have five of those. Nice. Because I was yeah I was executive producer on that one. So yes. uh, I'm so proud of the work that uh, Brian does, and uh, mm-hmm. he, he he carries me along to his projects because he's like you're you're the best out there. And I was like, no, you're the best man. <laughs> I'm, I'm too, I'm too modest. I'm too modest. <laughs> Absolutely. So second part, second what? part of your uh, question was the, uh, where can people find me and Father Mahoney's? Yep. Uh, so Father Mahoney's House of Horrors, uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's called Rabbit and Red Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like eight different shows on there right now. Uh, two of them are mine, Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. Yep. And crossing the streams with uh, uh, Robin Cody. They're two two completely kind of um, podcasts. Mm -hmm. And just like the whole network, all the, all the shows are different from each other. There's there's something for everybody on that network. Uh, Social media. You can find me on YouTube under father Mahoney. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been on YouTube for 10 years now. I just celebrated my 10 year anniversary. Nice. Yeah, 642 uh, videos later, I'm still rolling. <laughs> uh, uh, you can also find me on Facebook uh, under Rob uh, Rob Mahoney. You can find me on Instagram under uh, Rob Bruins Guy Mahoney and on Twitter, Twitter, Rob Bruins Guy Mahoney. Okay, awesome. And tic- oh, t- TikTok too, TikTok. Nice, TikTok. What are you on TikTok? Uh, I, I do... Well, lip sync videos, actually. <laughs> nice. uh, you know, I like I, I, I take a song from and yeah, I take requests too. So like I've I've had people ask for uh in sync and Britney Spears. And I'm a I'm a heavy metal guy, but I'll do uh, if you send me a request, I do it. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Well, I thank you so much, Father Rob Mahoney, <laughs> for joining me. Give me a little my little wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do thank you so much, and I do thank you as well for all you have done for the indie uh, film community, not just indie horror, but indie film community. One more thing. I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Amy Crabtree and Aaron okay. Poe. You, you guys are my rock. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank right. you, Amy. And Amy, stop avoiding me and my show. You will be on the show at some point. <laughs> well, she uh, well teaser that she did um, the uh, Behind the Fiends with uh, – John, uh, John Evans and Mandy Cantone. So, yeah, so she can't avoid. Oh, me. no, 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 no. Sorry. I, I, have, I had to correct myself. It was Michelle Apollonia and Peter Solomon, um, <laughs> the Sisters of the Strange. That's the show she did. 
Yeah, so you can't avoid me anymore, Amy. <laughs> I love Amy Crabtree. Great, great, great lady. Um, but I, yeah. again, Rob, I thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for everything you do yeah. for the indie film community. Um, you really are the father of the community. Um, you really help out the community as much as you possibly can and really promote projects that really don't have another voice or any, you know, source of, you know, people that follow them. So you really bring them, you know, people, you bring people to them, which is a great thing. So I truly thank you for that. And I thank you for joining me today for the interview and enjoy your vacation yeah much love scotty thank you yeah not a problem have a great rest of your night buddy yeah you too all right bye